0: Welcome to the Highlights from Ukraine, your daily audio summary of the latest news reported in the Ukrainian media. My name is Artem, and here is the news! The Russian Defense Ministry announced that units of its western and southern military districts are leaving territories near Ukraine's border, reports BBC News Ukrainian. The forces have finished their exercises and are handed back to base. The Foreign Minister of Russia, Sergei Lavrov, stressed that forces are leaving according to their plans and not pressure from other countries. Ukrainian Foreign Minister Metro Kuleba said that he will believe the escalation when he sees confirmation of withdrawal of Russian forces. According to Kuleba, so far diplomats have managed to deter Russia from further aggravation. NATO Secretary-General Jens Stoltenberg said that for the escalation Russia needs to withdraw a significant part of not only the military units but also heavy military equipment, reports Ukraine. He stressed that so far the alliance has not registered such activity. The U.S. President Joe Biden gave a special address on the situation on Ukraine's border reports Ukrainska Pravda. He said that Russia has now concentrated 150,000 troops close to Ukraine and an invasion remains clearly possible. Biden stressed that neither the U.S. nor Ukraine pose any danger to Russia. He believes that there is still a chance for diplomatic negotiations and the escalation of the situation. The U.S. President added that it will be good news when the Russian statement about the withdrawal of forces from Ukraine's border will be confirmed. Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov said that Moscow will continue its dialogue with the U.S. and NATO on security guarantees, reports Interfax Ukraine. He believes there is a chance to work out quite a good package of agreements as a result of detailed consultations. Lavrov added that Russia will soon publish its response to the U.S. and NATO comments on its security guarantee demands. NATO Secretary-General Jens Stoltenberg responded that the alliance is ready for cooperation and dialogue with Russia, but is not going to sacrifice its basic principles, including the right of every nation to choose its own path. Russian President Vladimir Putin stressed that Moscow needs guarantees that Ukraine won't become a member of NATO and assurances that Ukraine is not ready or that it's not on the agenda now are not enough, reports Suspilne. According to Putin, if there is still a possibility that Ukraine will be accepted into NATO one day, then it doesn't work for Russia. The Russian president wants to settle this issue right now, once and for all. The Russian parliament Duma supported a bill with a request to President Vladimir Putin to recognize the so-called Luhansk People's Republic and Donetsk People's Republic as independent states, reports Radio Liberty. Ukrainian Foreign Minister Dmytro Kuleba said that official recognition of the so-called republics by Russia will mean withdrawal from the Minsk agreements with all the attendant consequences, reports Deutsche Welle. The Ukrainian delegation to the Trilateral Contact Group initiated extraordinary consultations within the group in connection with the decision of Russia's Duma. The U.S. Embassy in Ukraine called this decision another attempt to violate the sovereignty of Ukraine, reports European Pravda. NATO Secretary-General Jens Stoltenberg said that if Russia decides to recognize the self-proclaimed Donetsk and Luhansk people's republics, it will violate international law and complicate the settlement within the framework of the Minsk agreements. German Chancellor Olaf Scholz, who visited Moscow yesterday, said that Russia's potential recognition of the self-proclaimed republics will violate the Minsk agreements and become a political disaster. The Latvian foreign ministry stressed that if Russia proceeds with the recognition, then the EU must react and impose sanctions on Russia. The U.S. offered Ukraine a sovereign loan guarantee of up to $1 billion, reports Liga. The loan is aimed to support Ukraine's economic reform agenda and continued engagement with the International Monetary Fund. In addition, the U.S. Export-Import Bank intends to allocate up to $3 billion to facilitate the procurement of U.S. goods and services for projects in Ukraine. A large-scale hacker attack took place yesterday in Ukraine, reports Ukrainska Pravda. Websites of the Ukrainian Defense Ministry, Armed Forces and two state-owned banks suffered from a powerful DDoS attack. The Joint Forces Operations Headquarters has registered four ceasefire violations and no casualties in Donbass yesterday. This is what we have for you today. Come back tomorrow for a new portion of fresh highlights from Ukraine. Thank you.